0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, we're on a quest to find the most exciting two minutes in BYU sports over the past year. What
1: does Blaine Fowler think? Plus, the captain of the men's soccer team, Ethan Meyer, in studio, channeling his inner Joe Namath about this week's games.
0: What? And eat your heart out, Tiger Woods. BYU alum Zach Blair was all business, teamed up with the all-time great. What he pulled off over the weekend. Let's go.
1: Let's go again! Okay!
0: <laughs> Welcome to BYU Sports Nation Live and Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. It is Monday, June 8th. Look what you've done. You showed up, and, and every- everything's gone haywire.
1: <laughs> Mostly because of that mustache, dude. Oh. It's a tradition. <laughs> <laughs> it's back. It's back. It's a 2015 mustache. I had a beard going. Oh. Don't tell the honor code office. It's just a talking, rent. Right? Yes, um, and then I, I shaved it because I came back to work, and here we are. Uh, and so I have the mustache. You're it's, just like, what, it's just what I do. It's a it's a lifestyle.
0: You're looking like Tom Selleck, Magnum no, PI fashion,
1: man. That's you're mocking me. No, that. that's that's healthy.
0: That's the no. most healthy I've ever seen the mustache.
1: Really? Yes. Well, it was a week and a half. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, when the when the blondies start coming out, I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm oh. not 14. B. Jerem
0: Jordan is back in Studio B. I It's good to be am Spencer back. Linton, and we're glad to have you with us uh, back on BYU Sports Nation. I'm just glad you're alive. Uh, you survived your trip to the East Coast, which went on forever. It was fun. But you had, your selfie game was also on point.
1: <laughs> One of my friends said, did you go by yourself? I said, no, <laughs> I just chose to take a lot of selfies. <laughs> That's no, a solo trip. Had to it, was, it was great. A couple of BYU connections on the trip. Met up with Christian Stewart, his sister-in-law as of Friday. He's getting married this Friday. Uh, graduated from Harvard. So we actually uh, met up in Lexington, where the shot heard around the world was. So that was cool, seeing Christian again. Then uh, Massasoit, the Indian statue on BYU's campus, uh, is also in Plymouth because he's a historical figure there. So I saw that same statue at the place... Uh, The the first statue was there, and then the second and or third is on the Capitol in Salt Lake and on BYU's campus. I thought that was very cool. BYU Connection in Plymouth, Massachusetts. The sculptor's from Springville. Who knew? Where I live. History lesson. BYU Connections. Brought to you by Jerem Jordan. Have you heard?
0: This is really exciting. Preliminary work for the new Marriott Center Annex (laughs) underway.
1: Yeah, the YMCA!
0: The upheaval of concrete has begun.
1: Heaps of dirt being loaded into the back of a truck. <laughs> this is compelling <laughs> television and radio. We typically play catch on the grass um, uh, at the Marriott. We call it Dave Rose's lawn.
0: Yeah, and gonna, so, and so that, I
1: hope that that is not affected.
0: we going to have to find a new place. Yeah, this is, that's a little bit disconcerting. Construction, however, never looked so exciting for those watching on BYU TV.
1: <laughs> and, let's insta clip this on Twitter. <laughs>
0: It really is exciting, though. I mean, we, we kid, but it's it's underway, man. Yeah,
1: they're not. This is not the breaking ground, by the way. That's happening later. This is preliminary work, so that's cool. Just clean
0: some stuff up, get yep. it underway. Let the guys go, put the shovels in the ground, and let's uh, let's keep this thing rolling. Our conversation alive, twenty four seven on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation if you aren't already members. Welcome
1: in the spirit. Of the weekend. What are the most exciting two minutes from BYU Sports in the past year? Ah. Use the hashtag BYUSN at HaasP. Spencer's 40. <laughs> ha, 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 <laughs> At Hobosita, when they announced Mo Lange signed with BYU. Now
0: that's legitimate and something <laughs> I did not
1: even consider. That's great.
0: That one tweet. That one Twitter. Mo Lange
1: won the day. Speaking of Elite, stay tuned f- later. We got some.
0: Oh, elite. Elite swag. On the way. Here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines. The Major League Baseball draft tonight. Couple of BYU Cougars on the watch list. Namely, recent signee and Under Armour All-American Kyle Dean, who is a projected first or second round pick out of high school. Now, depending on where he's drafted, he's got the tough choice. Pro ball
1: or at least three years at BYU. He told us it'd have to be something crazy for him to go. So let's hope, this is mean, let's hope he doesn't go in the first round. So it comes to BYU. I want to, to BYU. But that's what we want. We
0: just want Kyle Dean here.
1: PJ rookie and BYU alum, Zach Blair, had quite the Saturday. Let's forget about Sunday, but quite the Saturday. Paired with Tiger Woods, awesome. He was fifteen strokes better than Tiger. <laughs> Tiger shot his worst round as a pro in eighty five. Zach shot a seventy.
0: An eighty five. What is going on with Tiger? Better yet, you know, congratulations to Zach Blair. Former two sport All American at BYU, Jennifer Hampson tallied four points and three rebounds in four minutes in her debut with the LA Sparks. Her
1: per 40 or 48 is. 48 points and 36 rebounds.
0: WNBA season underway. The Sparks played against the Seattle Storm last night. Congratulations to Jen. We look forward to what she's going to do at the next level. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU the Sports News. The most exciting two minutes in all of BYU sports. For the first time in 37 years, there is a Triple Crown winner... On the horse racing circuit. That was
1: exciting. That was great.
0: It's not often we discuss horse racing on this show, but American Pharaoh, thank you very much, has given us a reason to do so.
1: This is the first time people have talked about horse racing on the Monday in 37 years. In
0: two minutes and 37 seconds, American Pharaoh vaulted his status to the next level of great champions. It doesn't happen very often where you win the three biggest races of the year. Now, the triple Crown races are often referred to as the most exciting two minutes in sports, and it's give or take a few seconds but there's there's a good point to that, okay I mean you're dialed in super hardcore focused on what's happening on the track down the stretch they come it's it's amazing well, that got us thinking what are the most exciting two minutes in b y u sports within the past year hmm. meaning if you could watch two minutes and let's say 37 seconds, <laughs> of any BYU event live, which would you pick? This is a tough question because there, there been have some been good some moments. very exciting two-minute and 37-second or so spans.
1: And that's a short amount of time. We're not talking about a very long time here. So my my first inclination is Texas last year. The so football game against your Texas. Your
0: number one pick in the best 2 minutes draft is Texas football.
1: Yes. The moment when Taysom Hill has the leap comes at the 12.06 mark. And then Adam Hine's run at the 9:22 mark puts BYU up 20 to nothing. The game is over. That was awesome. I okay. loved it.
0: Okay, well we're looking on the What's BYU yours? TV side. We're we're watching my pick, and that is BYU at Gonzaga basketball. Oh, I remember that. Which I have no idea how you can You were there, man. It was awesome. One it, A and one it because B. Because you have to
1: shave your head. Is that why you no, didn't pick no, this? No, there's no negativity. I okay. love it. No, okay. they're all this, these are all awesome. We're not going to argue over which <laughs> one's number one. Are we? Maybe we are. <laughs> I don't that's the that's kind of the premise of the show is to discuss. Sometimes,
0: yeah, we're just we're discussing there are factors that go into my pick. Okay. Big stage. You're on ESPN against the number two team in the country, Gonzaga. Okay? Meaningful game? Yes. It's the rivalry in the West Coast Conference. Uh not the most hated. You're not convincing team, anyone. But the rivalry. And clutch <laughs> everyone knows this. Clutch factor. Okay? Kyle Collins was offensive rebound in the last two minutes, put back that. That was like okay, BYU's is going to win this game. Ryan Andrus makes his free throws.
1: Ryan Andrus,
0: the Wiltshire shot that hit back iron from seventy feet away. It was never going in. <laughs>
1: you were worried for a second. No, I was absolutely worried. <laughs> it was never yeah, going in.
0: The last two minutes of that game were so intense. Like I, oh
1: I, yeah, I was shaking midcourt with with nervous, anxiety, excitement. Not because of the shaved head, because of what it would mean for BYU. Yeah, that was great. A couple others that come to mind. BYU at Cal in football. Really awesome finish to that game. You were on the field yeah, today. Yeah, that was a great finish. And the defense, what was ironic about that is the defense
0: had to make a stand to yes. win that game.
1: Yes. Uh, Chase Fisher versus 10 <laughs> Ten three-pointers, including hitting his first eight, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day: one minute and fifty-six seconds. That's the stat we've never had a stat that's time. Chase Fisher hit four threes for Chaminade in one minutes and fifty-one minutes, one minute and fifty-six seconds. It was uh, threes four, five, six, and seven in a one minute and fifty-six seconds. He minute. hit that was okay. amazing. Okay. He hit his first eight.
0: <laughs> He had seven three-pointers six minutes and 13 seconds into the game.
1: That was awesome. I know it's a D2 team, whatever, but that shooting exhibition caught the nation by storm. He, he was trending in the U.S. That, uh, yeah,
0: Sports Center like went bonkers with it because it was on ESPN. It was part of the Maui Invitational. That was
1: awesome. Yeah, that was really exciting. That was the case. How about the end of the rugby game, the Rugby National Championship? Yeah, that was more like, what is happening? BYU's up. They're going to win again. Uh, And then they kick the ball out of bounds, and then Cal has a chance to score, and they don't, and BYU wins. Oh, my goodness. Very exciting.
0: Yeah. Okay, but for me, the thing is, like, you talk about what this would mean for BYU. That's why I think Texas, BYU, Texas football, and BYU at Gonzaga basketball, they, they own this argument because it meant so much to the program. BYU became nationally relevant to the upteenth degree, after they destroyed Texas. People were like, oh, who's the Cinderella? It's Taysom Hill and BYU.
1: Yeah, BYU becomes a thing. They're they're 18th and the darling, the non-P5 darling. Excuse me, P5 equivalent. Some people, stop saying non-P5! Yes. Because they beat Texas. If they beat middle of the pack, whoever, whatever... It's not the same. It's because it's Texas, even though they struggled. Then BYU is a big deal. Then BYU has the like, most likely chance of any team to go undefeated, blah, blah, blah. And then disaster strikes. But that was very exciting. I, no arguments. I, we could switch, whatever. Guns act. Yes. It's all awesome. There, and two minutes is not a lot of time in sports. No, but you go from the Taysom
0: Hill leap to the Adam Hine touchdown. And then it's over. In about two minutes, BYU is up 20 to nothing.
1: And just, I mean. It's like 2 0 and ranked, baby.
0: They're in, yeah. Like, they are in the national discussion. BYU basketball ends the nation's longest home win streak on senior night. And that win, I mean, when all of a sudden, that got, got him into, into the, the tournament. NCAA tournament.
1: As I recall interviewing Dave Rose right in front of this set, what do you think of the following that you had to beat Gonzaga to get into the tournament? Quote, it's a good thing we won that game. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> yeah,
0: the, the, the final minutes of that game were really exciting. Did
1: we even mention Tyler Hawes against Santa Clara? No. And we should. He hit not the game a bu- Not a buzzer beater, but a game winner at the end. He hit the game winner. Is it because of Santa Clara that we don't give that more? If maybe, it's Gonzaga, maybe, that's if they, the best. Guess what? If they don't, they don't get into
0: the NCAA tournament if they lose that game.
1: It's true. How about Matthew Delvedova, by the way? Good grief. I have a hard time watching that and being happy. Matthew Delvedova.
0: Yeah. Hot. That's the thing. If Tyler doesn't hit that game winner... Like, BYU's not in the NCAA tournament. Who cares if it was Santa Clara? That was a must-win game.
1: That was an exciting two minutes. But that one is against Santa Clara. That's a game you should have. So it's more, as opposed to, yes. You understand the difference? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Needing to win versus not losing.
0: BYU probably should have won that game, but it doesn't take the clutch factor away. Now let's get to some of your opinions. We want to know what BYU Sports Nation thinks. What are the most exciting two minutes from BYU Sports in the past year? Give me the tweets. It's Twitter time. At Justin D. Sweeney, any two minutes of third quarter of BYU Texas football game or the last two minutes (laughs) of BYU Gonzaga
1: basketball. Hey, wait a minute. (laughs) Those are our two picks. You're patched in, Justin (laughs) D. Sweeney. Pick one. Okay, yeah, pick one, one, though. Pick one. one. He listed first Texas game, so that's probably. (laughs) At Tasha Lynn 19, the crowd chanting one more point for Kyle Collinsworth capped off by the perfect. Free throw. That was segment. in the
0: semifinal of the Against West Coast Conference. Portlandia. Tournament. Yeah, that, that was, was that was
1: really cool. That was also very fun. I wouldn't call that the most exciting two minutes, but it was very good.
0: One more point. That set an NC. I mean, a tied an NCAA career record, and he did it in one season.
1: My favorite part of that was that every game, the question was, "Did you know you needed one more rebound? Did you know you needed one more assist?" It's like you knew because the knew. crowd was cheering. How could you not know? It's like ten thirty in Vegas. <sighs> the night had just begun for some.
0: At Carson underscore Dudley says, any two minutes during the first half of the Ole Miss game.
1: <laughs> Ow. Also amazing. Chase and Fisher Chase, was Chase great. Fisher driven. Yeah. It was great. Scored the first 11 for BYU. Chase
0: Fisher 11, Ole Miss 8 at one point or something.
1: You mean old
0: Miss? Ole Miss. Ole
1: Miss. <laughs> Ole Miss, people.
0: We're hoping for an exciting two-minute stretch and then some on September 5th.
2: Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 89 days. We, we are
1: sub three months. We still got it, man. We are sub three months. Uh, Friday marked three months exactly. 89 days before an actual
0: football game. Not me, Media I, day is in 16 days.
1: It's, pff, it's coming up quick, man. Two weeks from Wednesday. I saw a guy on Friday. I said, how you doing? And he saw my BYU shirt and he said, I'll be doing better in three months. Oh, you nice. Fun. I was like, yeah, you were nice.
0: dialed in, man. Ball camp in like 55 days.
1: We count down to that now? Uh, no, How many countdowns saying, like, do we have? There's the Media main day, one. There's the ball main ca- one. Fall camp, which is actually in the summer. <laughs> Up next, our weekly discussion with
0: Uncle B, Blaine Fowler. His thoughts on the 2016 schedule. Is it too tough? BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can always join us using the hashtag
1: BYUSN. That's an elite hashtag, if I say so myself. Hey, coming up in 16 days, two weeks from this Wednesday, BYU Football Media Day begins at 11 a.m. Eastern time on BYU TV. Other programming around that, we'll announce that later. But uh, two-hour BYU Sports Nation at noon, four Eastern, four decades of dominance. The guest list is impressive. We'll announce all the details coming up in uh, the next 16 days, but don't miss it, June 24th
0: is like the dream scenario for any BYU
1: sports fan. That's, that's probably my favorite part of media day, is that you have these awesome guests that come back and discuss uh, the relevance of BYU now, what the history means. Because BYU is relevant because of its history, because it won a national, chip, national championship, because of a Heisman Trophy winner, and all these things. So it's fun to have these guys back to discuss that. So June 24th, is coming up.
0: What are the most exciting two minutes from BYU Sports within the past year? We'll talk to Blaine Fowler in just a moment and get his opinion on that. For now, let's go back to the Twitter machine. Okay. And we're back to some tweets. (laughs) Let's go with at Dustin Hill. I would watch Taysom run all over the Longhorns with Grover commentary. So fun at Texas. That's roughly two minutes, right?
1: Yeah, that that video was under two minutes, I think. <laughs> that was good. At C-O-T underscore BYU football. Men's basketball overtime versus San Diego State. Now, that's an interesting choice because BYU lost that game and should have won that game. Didn't they go to double overtime? Double overtime. So the overtime was the most exciting part? Oh, okay. Part? I, yeah, yeah, because Tyler Haas hits. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Nice, nice point there. Tyler Haas hits, uh, was it a three or a long two to get BYU into the double overtime?
0: Yeah, that's, and that's a take that most fans won't have that's, because they hey, lost. Hey, that's next level. But that was a great game.
1: BYU football. That was next level. That can, was great. Can Chase Fisher go back
0: and grab that rebound so BYU <laughs> wins that game? Uh, <laughs> He's making gains this that's summer true. so that next He's year he can gains. grab that rebound. He also yeah. made a school record 10 three-pointers in the game. So The next day? The next day. The next day. And was amazing against Ole Miss as well. So yeah, I I guess we can give him
1: a He's making he's making gains.
0: Joining BYU Sports Nation now, Uncle B, Blaine Fowler, national champion quarterback at BYU. A quarterback for Bo Diddley Tech. Correct, Blaine Fowler?
2: Well, if you listen to Brian Gumbel, remember, (laughs) Brian Gumbel, after he said that, we're like, Brian Gumbel, and we looked it up, and he went to Bates College. What's he talking about? Exactly. Take that, Bryant. What's he talking about? I don't even get
0: it. Yeah, also Barry Switzer. I learned something over the weekend. I'm trying to remember the particulars, but there was like a ditch or a water canal somewhere in like Midvale, Utah, named the Switzer Canal or something. Oh, my goodness. Because of what he said. Yeah, we yeah. took it personally. I mean,
2: Washington, Washington was talking a lot of junk after that season too. Like, hey, we should have been number one. The good news is we got to play them the next year, and I mean, it's spanked too too uh, strong a word because no. we just spanked them right out of the out of the facility. I, I like was that. Like, okay, I yeah, like- they, and they had almost everybody back, and we had almost everybody back, so we put that one to rest. I never heard Washington talk anymore. I wish we could have played Oklahoma.
1: Thirty-one to three in eighty five
2: yeah and it was it was it wasn't even that close, it was a thrashing
0: the energy that Blaine Fowler is bringing right now is fantastic. dare I say elite <laughs> and we're going to the Twitter question, hoping for some of that same fiery opinion. What are the most exciting two minutes from BYU sports in the past year blaine
2: so so my opinion is the last two minutes of the Gonzaga basketball game yes. up at third place and, and not. The whole thing, the way it was set up, I, I kept asking myself the whole game, how are they doing this without Tyler Hawes playing great? And remember, Tyler only had 10 in that game. And and I'm thinking, this is this is the best team effort I've seen all year. Holy cow, they're playing defense. What is going on? Uh, Kafusi is emerging. He's a force. Defensively, he's causing them problems. Can they hang on? And so that last two minutes, when they do hang on and win that thing 73-70, to 70, I mean, I... That's one of the games where I just took a huge deep breath as soon as the game was over I, I reach up, put my hand on my forehead, and I'm sweating I'm going <laughs> okay that's what it's all about right there that was that was a great game and for them to hold on in a great last two minutes and and for that team to do that, there's a the big monkey on their backs to try to win up there they haven't done it right so so to me that was that was my favorite game of this past season and my favorite Two minutes was the last two minutes when they hung to win that thing seventy three to
1: seven. Yeah, that one's real close for me. I, I picked Texas uh, in the third quarter when BYU scored in uh, you know, two, two and a half minutes. They scored two t- touchdowns to put it out of reach. Taysom Hill, the leap was fantastic. His the the perceived replacement for Taysom Hill, Tanner Mangum, got home from his mission last week, Blaine, and we've been thinking about the twenty sixteen schedule and talked about it last week on the show. Is it too tough, in your opinion?
2: Wow, uh, it's for somebody that's hopefully gonna be playing as a full-time starter their first time because the last thing we want to have happen is for Tanner Mangan to have to play this year. Um, we want him to play. We want him to play like Bradley Van Pelt and uh, and and the way that Sonny Lubick was able to manage his his quarterbacks during their really good run where they'd have a really good senior quarterback and they'd have a freshman that would come in they'd play him just a little bit. He gave him significant minutes. He'd play him in the second quarter or in the third quarter. He'd give him a drive here and there. To bring them along, they did that with, with Holland as well. So that when those guys played as sophomores, they had they had significant time, but the weight of the world wasn't on their shoulders as a starter. That, that's what I want from Mangum this year. I want I want Taysom to stay healthy, and Mangum be able to just kind of come along, because the last thing BYU wants is for him to have to start all year. That could be miserable for him and miserable for fans. So if they can do that, if they can bring him along that that way, um, then I. I don't know. It, it's a tough schedule. When I look at that 16 schedule with a sophomore quarterback potentially, if that that's one of those seasons where if they win nine games, you got to jump up and down and be really excited, maybe <laughs> even eight. Because I'm like, take seven. The beginning of that schedule is. Cr- we talk about this year, like the first four games this year. How about Arizona? in Glendale, then at Utah. Oh, there's there's not going to be any uh, emotion in that one. <laughs> and, then, and then UCLA at home, and UCLA's just got it rolling right now. You know, they're a top-ten team going into this season. It's not going to drop off in 2016. And then West Virginia, in a big-time stadium back at FedEx Field. Then at Michigan State, Michigan State's been really good. That's a program, and then Mississippi State at home. So, so and then at Boise talks. State. <laughs> yeah, at Boise State. And Cincinnati's no slouch, right? Uh, and then we get, then a break is UMass at home, right? And so that schedule, everybody's talking about 2015, and I know, you know, you go, hey, we got to take it one season at a time, one game. Well, we're not coaches, so we can look forward. <laughs> 2016 will be without question the most difficult schedule that BYU has ever played. No, no comparison. Yeah, it's not close. And, yeah, not even close. And Taysom Hill is not going to be – coming back to be the starter. So, wait, so maybe, wait, wait. It, maybe it is a little much. Maybe it's a little much. Wait,
1: I don't. should BYU redshirt Taysom Hill this year
2: <laughs> to prepare for 2016? No one's thought of this. It would help, but, I, yeah, yeah, I don't think he, he – doesn't have any left, does he? Oh. I don't think he has any left. That would be nice. So, well, it, That's a lot to ask for a sophomore quarterback. Sure, He probably doesn't. And, here, and, and here's the tough thing. We talk about Mangum, and he, he's a – you know, I've watched him on film a bunch unbelievable high school quarterback. I, I think that he has the skill set to be a great quarterback at BYU. But the bottom line is we have no idea. And and and, and Jason Beck has no idea. And Bronco Mendenhall has no idea. Because it's the toughest position in football to project from high school to college. And you have guys that end up being great players that were two- and three-star guys in high school and have the number one player in the country not turning out. But, hey, BYU's witnessed that a couple of times. And and so it's so hard to project. So for me to say, "Hey, 2016, no problem," Mangum's going to be a sophomore. That's a big reach for me. I, I think he has the skill set, but the the mental transition is so steep from high school to college at that position that it just it, it's hard to say. So ask me, um, you know, eight games into the season this year, when he's played in some games, and I've been able to watch him through fall camp and see how he manages himself then I'll give you a better idea if 2016 is just way too much or not. It may be be too much even if he's great. It may be too much.
0: Blaine Fowler with us on BYU Sports Nation. We're talking specifically about the 2016 BYU Cougars football schedule. Yes, we know that 2015 is immediately in front of us, but the difficulty of the 2016 schedule is why it is a hot topic right now, and it just added a 10th game officially. It's UMass Minutemen. BYU had Southern Miss drop off the schedule, Blaine, and so now there are two – home game openings left for that 2016 schedule. I would FCS be shocked if there's and, not an FCS. Yeah. But who do you go out and get for that second home game? I am of, of the opinion that you need a cream puff, man. Not an FCS, but if you can get a lower-tier FBS team to come into Pro Bowl, I am all for it. What do you think? Yeah
2: Are, are you talk, are you guys already considering that UNLV's in? for a home game that year because that by contract they're supposed to play UNLV sometime in the next couple of years. and I think that they would be a nice addition. But I'm thinking UNLV is going to think they have to come down to their place if they're on the schedule that year.
0: Yeah, right now it's, contract, it's a contractual road game for BYU at UNLV. Yeah, so and, does BYU and, play five home games and go no, on the road? That, my, wonder, my wonder
2: is, is, can they convince UNLV to come home? I don't Maybe. know if that's a possibility for hmm. Tom because that would be a good fit in there. And then, honestly, I'd never say this. I want them to schedule some – what I'd like to see is a major you know, conference program that's, that's kind of a mediocre or bottom third team from a major conference. So someone that's a name but, but not necessarily a huge challenge for BYU at home. That's what they need.
1: Indiana, I, Iowa State, Kansas.
2: Yeah, it, exactly. That can, Bring Kansas in. And I don't know how – that's not that easy to do. Easier said than done. But I'd rather see them play a Kansas here or an Iowa State there. You know, So you're talking Big 12 teams than bringing in an FCS opponent. I, I just think for the fans it's a better deal. And I know that Kansas isn't a named football program, but heck, Gale Sayers played there, right? And they're great in basketball and they're from the Big 12. So I'd rather see them than an elite FCS team. Much rather see that. And so it's, it's easy for us to say that. We can wish what we would want, but with the way schedules are, out into the long term, that's a hard thing to do. If I had my wish, that's what I would do. I'd take a lower tier, you know, Pac-12, Big 12, Big 10 program and try to convince them to come in and and then schedule a home-and-home with them so you go back to their place in in a future year. That's what I'd love to see.
1: Okay, with that said, let's look at 2015. Uh, September, obviously, the talk of the schedule. Uh, What's BYU's most likely win in September to you, Blank? Blaine?
2: Well, to me, it's either at Michigan, um, or Boise State at home. Uh, just, just because, and I, believe me, I don't underestimate how good Harbaugh is a coach. I, I think he is one of the premier coaches in the country, period. Um, but, but I think that he's got to kind of change a mentality there. It's not like Urban Meyer when he took over Ohio State and they'd had multiple top 10 recruiting classes. Isn't it convenient for Urban that every time he takes over a program, it's a program that's been losing games but recruiting unbelievably well, including Utah. I mean, Ron McBride left the cupboard full for him. But, but I think that Harbaugh's taking over Michigan, where their recruiting's been down the last couple years. They've been losing guys to Michigan State and to Ohio State. So I think, I think he's got to get his, his kind of players. I think they'll be better this year, but it's, it's a two-year deal for him. And then, then I think they're going to be really, really good after that. So I think that's a possibility there. That one's a possibility. Nebraska a little tougher. Um, uh, at their place, uh, UCLA is supposed to be a top ten program this year, even though they don't have Hundley back. So to me, it's a home game, Boise State, with with some you know rivalry type implications. There, they get that one, and I think you know of the other three, I think Michigan is the most likely just because of the situation.
0: I like the fire the BOA is going to have uh, in their minds and hearts. Uh, going against Boise State at home. I mean, they they haven't forgotten about that blowout loss last year. Blaine, great stuff. Always nice to talk to you. And you are certainly a part of a national championship squad. And Greg, or Bryant Gumbel, I should say, can take his Bo Diddley tech and go jump off a cliff. (laughs)
2: Yeah, and I'm not, am I right? Did he go to Bates College? Where did he go? Uh, didn't he go to Bates College? I don't even in Maine or something like that.
1: I'm looking. At somebody's
2: it. gonna somebody's gonna have to check my facts. But for some reason, I remember he went to some tiny school in Maine. So I thought, well, that is, he's he
1: went doctor. to Bates College. He n- nailed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know
2: okay. what? You know what, Brian Gobble?
1: go back to Bates College
2: yeah, and talk go about up Bo to Maine time. and catch some lobsters and lead us along.
1: Yeah, we're not <laughs> bitter at all. 31 years <laughs> later, are we? <laughs> no, not no. at all. Not
0: at all.
2: No, not at all.
0: Blaine, great to talk to you.
2: Good to talk to you guys. Talk to you later.
1: That was a two-beep interview.
0: Maybe that was a bit too much for me to tell him to jump off a cliff. How about into a big pool of water? Yeah, is that better?
1: On a tire swing or On something? T- <laughs> no, he doesn't
0: nicer. deserve a tire
1: swing. Okay, just jump off a cliff and land in water, cold water. Okay. I don't have anything to do with this. Whatever. <laughs> a what? two-beep interview.
0: Yeah, that wasn't bad. That was, that
1: was pretty good. Par wasn't a the course.
0: BYU men's soccer in the midst of a six-game homestand. The man with the captain's armband joins us next. Welcome back, sports friends. On a Monday, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. As always, you can download the show podcast commercial-free
1: on iTunes or stream it on BYUsportsNation.com. Stay tuned for our next segment. Not this one. Well, this one, too. But the next one, as well. Because we have our latest BYU Sports Nation Twitter contest. It's your chance to get some BYU Sports Nation swag. And I can say this. I can say this with shorty more shortly than Mitch Matthews. It is elite. Oh.
3: It
0: is elite.
1: I see what you did there. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. That's like an insider's advantage. Except I brought everyone inside by telling yeah. you about it. Like Michael Scott said, inside jokes. I love them. I would like to be in on one one
0: <laughs> One of my favorite lines on <laughs> that show. Hey. Representing Dallas, Texas, right now, and joining BYU Sports Nation, making his Studio B debut, is Ethan Meyer, <laughs> men's captain of BYU soccer. Dare I say, an elite soccer player, Ethan? Uh, I
1: don't know
3: about that. I definitely <laughs> don't know about that.
1: I wish you would have wore the captain's armband to the show today.
3: I should have. I was going to do it. We always joke around about how I wear it on dates and stuff. I never have. Yeah, does that give you superpowers? No, it does not. It makes you like an idiot, to be honest.
1: You are awesome,
3: though. When you, with the guy with the armband, you're like, that guy's awesome. Do you feel awesome when you wear the armband? I feel legit. I feel pretty good when I wear it, to be honest. But even when I try to go talk to the refs, it doesn't really give me any sort of extra... Ability to talk to him or anything like that. What
0: are those conversations like? Generally, it's because you're displeased with something. How do those go, generally?
3: Um, yeah, that's usually what it's for. I try to just get an explanation about you know, why it's a foul or whatever, and he usually just tells me just go away. <laughs> so. I have
1: an idea for the next game. The ref makes a great call. And then you, you get in his face
3: in a positive way. Yeah, Have it. you ever tried that? I've never tried that. I should, though. That It'll was an funny.
1: amazing call. <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: well done, a great rep. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But say yeah, it with that kind of. Uh, so everyone tone. thinks you're mad
3: right. from the stands, but you're really happy. Yeah, we'll see how that one try. goes over. Yeah, I'll give it a to try. Tomorrow. I'll give it a try. Tomorrow.
0: Ethan Meyer of BYU Soccer, the captain of the men's team joining BYU Sports Nation. What's your life like on a day to day basis right now with summer camps and practices and games?
3: Um, well this week we're starting our academy camp, so we've got, our camps go from 10 to noon, 2 to 4, and then 6 to 8, and we've got practice from 4 to 6 in between that. Good grief. And so, it's, yeah, it's a lot. With a, with a bad knee, it swells up pretty quickly, so just try to stay off my of feet as much as possible in, in this situation. So you have a bad knee? Yeah. What's going on? My freshman year in high school, I tore my ACL. And so ever since then, it it's been fine. I can play and everything, but it it swells up pretty quickly after something like camps all day and a game at night, practice and stuff. So she got to take good care of it.
1: How do you manage uh, all of that
3: physically so that you have
1: enough energy in the game this week, Tuesday night and Thursday night?
3: Um, well, the coaches are smart. They you know they make practices lighter. We watch film for practice or something like that, and then Denise. Uh, you know, I think you know Denise. She comes in incredibly clutch with taking care of all the players.
0: As you look at uh, the schedule, you're still searching for your first win. Three ties in the last three games. What has to happen uh, for this team to get technically into the win column? Um,
3: I think the main thing is we just have to keep our composure. We get plenty of looks around the goal. We get crosses in. We get shots off, but we're not really testing the goalie as much as as much as would be liked. And so I think if we can just keep our composure and do what we do in practice, I don't know. We score in practice like crazy. You know, our forwards, we usually do forwards versus the versus defense. And so, you know, they take it to us. I don't, you know, and I know they're capable of doing it in the game. We just got to keep their composure.
1: How do you stay a good teammate and captain as a defender to encourage the offense to score more?
3: Uh we have lots of conversations about this during practice, just staying positive and everything. So that's that's what it's mainly about. Try not to take things too seriously in practice and, you know, lift everyone up, make sure they're doing their best, trying working hard, and and usually it, usually it goes over pretty well. I try not to get in too many people's faces about what they can do better or anything like that.
1: Yeah, there are times where maybe you have to do that as the captain?
3: Uh, yeah, definitely sometimes, you know, to keep everyone on the – same playing field, keep everyone level-headed, for I, sure. I have to do that on the show sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: With, with
0: that mustache, it's really, really difficult. Again,
1: not taking it too seriously, like you
0: said. Exactly. Hey, I have a fantastic idea for how you can build team morale. You just have Garrett G. take you guys to dinner after every single game. Yeah,
3: that's a good one. He actually – he and Jerry made a, a bet that if Jerry didn't drink soda for the rest of the season, he would take him and a few other guys to Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yeah. so. Jerry okay. Duden? Jerry Duden. Yeah. So I actually think he's doing really well with that bet. So Well, then. Do you think Garrett can afford Cheesecake Factory? I think so. I think so. <laughs> I, I think so.
0: Uh, for those that aren't aware, Garrett G. sold uh, an app – He's the richest BYU
1: student-athlete of all time.
0: Yes, and we'll leave it at that. He's, he's doing very well for himself business-wise and uh, offering to take teammates to Cheesecake Factory. So there you go.
1: Yep,
3: just Get on <laughs> his good side. We'll, we'll take it, too. How do we get on his good <laughs> side? <That's laughs>
1: I, you got I, yell, I literally yelled at him, by the way, during the uh, U.S. Open Cup game. I was in the crowd, Scan
0: is my favorite app!
1: And then he gave me the thumb, thumbs up. Not really? Yeah. That's I funny. felt good about that.
0: What's what's the biggest challenge of playing on this team? We'll ask you the biggest challenge and the biggest benefit. It's both sides.
3: Um, biggest challenge? That's a tough one. Right now, I think just not getting the results we want, I think, is really tough, for, especially on a lot of the guys who really want to I mean, obviously they have that winning attitude, and so the fact that we're not getting the results we want right now is pretty tough. Everyone gets pretty pretty down, especially when we give up two penalties and stuff mm-hmm. in a game. The biggest benefit um, your dating status no nah, um, the captain no, I wouldn't <laughs> say that um I think it's just good to be around a good group of guys, you know to play for a team that you know focuses everything on on the church and all that as much as possible every time we go on a away trip, we're having firesides every night and trying to do um Devotionals and stuff with the local stakes and wards, and I think that's that's probably the biggest benefit to me.
1: Uh, what can we expect this week? Uh, when you play Las Vegas
3: Tuesday night and then Albuquerque Thursday night, uh, two wins for sure. I for, I, for sure, for sure. I think we nice! can. I've I've heard about Las Vegas, and I, I, I think we can take them. And then we already played the Albuquerque Soul, and I, I was not impressed, especially on, on their field. It just yeah, it wasn't a good loss. So, on our field, we can definitely take it to him, use his space wisely. And yeah, I think we should get two wins out of this game. Hey, there
0: week. you have it. Ethan Meyer of BYU Men's Soccer, the captain. He is guaranteeing two wins this let's, week.
3: I'll, let's guarantee him. Yeah. Oh. Let's guarantee him. We'll put it on the table. Don't name it. Let's I do love it. it. it let's do it.
0: Okay. Well, look, when Team USA is scoring three goals to come back and beat Netherlands, you know, oh, why not? The, com- the confidence is high. How how patched into USA soccer, both on the men's and women's side, with the women's World Cup going on, are you?
3: Oh, I'm a huge US fan. I mean, I mean, women's soccer it's it's good. It's it's entertaining for sure, and I'll definitely be watching. I'll definitely be watching them play. I'm a proud American. I'll support them tonight. Yeah, for it's sure. Be great. And then, uh, what do you think of the Champions League final? That was great. I'm a big Barcelona fan, so when I saw them win, it was it was fantastic. How long have you been a Barcelona fan? Like four days or what? No, I could actually... I mean, next time I'll just bring the... <laughs> the Bandwagon! The, the Puyol oh, jersey I have we'll back from... Bring the from, kit! Yeah, exactly. Back nice. from... I don't know how long ago. I've been a fan for a while. Barcelona pulled off the Triple Crown
0: in, yep. in major soccer, only the eighth team to ever do that, and that is to uh, win the domestic cup, the European Cup champs, um, and their domestic league as well. And right. so... For them to do that, um, you know, it's a triple crown weekend. American Pharoah does that, and then Barcelona does that. But re- are you really that surprised when they have that roster?
3: Um, I can see how you wouldn't be that surprised. But they're, I mean, obviously if they play really good teams. They had to fight through that. I mean, they had to play Bayern Munich, Manchester City, a ton of teams in the Champions League. But the fact that they still came out on top. They're really good, though. Talking top, about a team that has really three good. of
0: the best five players in yeah. the world. I mean, they're happy good.
3: right now. They're, they're top. Their top three fours are, are incredible. They can't be stopped.
0: Okay. It's a, it's a triple crown weekend. Yep. And uh, we have a guarantee for two BYU soccer wins this week from Ethan Meyer, the captain of the team. Ethan, great to have you on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, we are going to grant you some BYU Sports Nation karma so that you can make good on that guarantee. Awesome. Thank We'd also you. like you to sign our Rise Up flag before you leave the studio. Is that cool? For sure. All right, Absolutely. Ethan. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Should I get a captain's armband for us on set here? Like, should yeah. we like rotate who wears the captain's armband on the set?
1: I think whoever's in this seat wears the, Where's captain's, the captain's armband. Yeah. yeah. Is that
0: something so that we really need to do? So when you're really gone
1: next to week, <laughs> you're gonna you're I'll gonna wear sport. the captain's armband. <laughs> Jeremy's gonna get his.
0: 18th cap of the season. They oh, actually get a cap. Didn't know oh, did yeah, they really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Up next, we announce the next elite part of the show. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. If you want something, go there. They've got it. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B on a Monday reunited and it feels so good.
1: It is great to be back. It's fun. It's fun. And it's fun having everyone weigh in on Twitter and be a part of this. It's awesome. BYU Sports Nation is all over the country. I can tell you that. It's fantastic. Met some fans in New England. They were great. They were great. Hey, we teased it and here it is. We have a new BYU Sports Nation Twitter contest. Listen up. We want you to show us what makes you an elite member of BYU Sports Nation. We have two rules. Actually three. One... Follow at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter. Also, use the hashtag BYUSN. And three, no touching of the hair and face. <laughs> That's it. So s- use the hashtag BYUSN. Send in your elite entries, okay? However you think you can show that you're an elite member of BYU Sports Nation. We'll yeah. announce the winner in the coming weeks. There is elite swag for yes. the winner. Yes. So in the spirit of elite, created by you, and stoked on the fires of eliteness by me. We've got a BYU Sports Nation t-shirt that says hashtag elite This is on the for back. you, Mitch Matthews. This is for you. But not actually because BYU compliance would be all over us. This is for nobody but <laughs> just all of you fans. Hashtag elite. Now, this is a limited ed- edition t-shirt. They're not making very many of these.
0: You know you want one of those BYU Sports Nation elite I don't, t-shirts. I don't even know if I get one. Yeah, I don't think we do. I don't know if we do. I might submit to the contest. There, are. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we're eligible. <laughs> that mustache automatically qualifies you. Yeah. So start so
1: so open the floodgates.
0: So we want your creativity, okay? Show us how and why you deserve one of these limited edition t-shirts. Maybe it has something to do with Mitch Matthews. I don't know. Maybe Mitch will enter the contest. Can he win? Is that against an NCAA violation? I I
1: didn't read all the fine print. Can I'm just guessing no. I'm just guessing no. (laughs) Can a student athlete do anything but play? No. Thanks, NCAA. Thanks. No, compliance, they make sure that they're good. It's not about compliance. Compliance does their job. Yeah. We know they're listening, so we have to be (laughs) extra. Oh, man.
0: Our Twitter question today. What are the most exciting two minutes from BYU Sports in the past year? Let's go to the Twitter machine.
2: You got tweets.
0: At Laser Sheep, the last two minutes of the rugby national championship. That was an uneasy last two minutes, but it ended in a win. He said hashtag surprise stoppage time. Thank heavens they won. Hashtag one true champ.
1: Nice what? shot at the big twelve. Well, and there is there's an alternate tournament to the varsity cup. So it's Saint Mary's was in the other one, and I think Hashtag one true champ, kind of. Kind of, yeah. That was very exciting. Honestly, I,
0: the, look, the BYU rugby league that they play in, that's the SEC. Okay. The one that St. Mary's wins or plays in that's that's AAA ball worth Not
1: league. the SEC. Okay. How about yes, that? Yes. Yes. At you're classless. Every BYU related conference realignment rumor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Some people
1: honestly cannot get enough of that stuff. Um, I'm sort of in that category.
0: You love it? You love any time it gets And hate up? it. And hate it. Is it the most exciting two minutes? No. Within BYU Sports over the past year, anytime they get mentioned, no.
1: No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) At jovis 24 blue. Taysom Hill's leap of faith in the celebration after. Easily my favorite moment in the past year. That was part of mine. That made it
0: 13 to nothing. Okay. But when he did that, it was like BYU's not losing this game.
1: I'll tell you when I knew BYU wasn't losing the game. When he scored the touchdown that didn't count. Jordan Leslie got called for a penalty downfield. At that moment, I knew that BYU was going to win the game because the morale was gone. Any chance emotionally the Texas had in that game was gone.
0: Yeah, oh, the because the oh, was like, "Oh, he did it again. oh no, he's back! No. Oh no, not again!" <laughs> that dude with the
1: knee brace is doing it not again. Again, it was that moment.
0: I want to I need to go back and find I can't remember what website it was on the SB Nation or whatever where they did like they followed a bunch of Texas accounts oh classic and relived like they, they went through the whole duration of the game like through the through the eyes and voice of a Texas fan on social media <laughs> to see <laughs> the the sheer how bad it got be why he started to build the lead was so funny. I have to find that. If somebody knows what that is, please tweet it at me or at BYU Sports Nation. I need to relive that again today. I need a good laugh.
1: And there was um, there was a uh, video of a Texas fan that did kind of his, you know, like a selfie video just describing after the game the, how bad <laughs> everything was at that point and what they should do. And, oh. You know. We got one more. At uh, Tommy Totkus. Last minutes at Gonzaga. By the way, Jerem, this Copper Hills alum – Loves the stash. Hashtag go grizzlies. That's that's my man, Tommy. Wow, that's my man, Tommy, from Wejo. You're
0: getting some serious love for the stash,
1: dude. How we're, long do you think that's gonna last? I don't know. Maybe a day? I don't know.
0: <laughs> because people were pleading for you to shave it off after like a week. We've conveniently
1: night. not included any that are like, you look terrible. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. Oh, good to have you back, man. Yeah, it's good beer. Jennifer Hampson makes her
0: WNBA debut, and her per 40 minutes is off the charts. More on that in the Cougar Whip Around. BYU Sports Station, presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Also sponsored by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Jerem, since you're back, I will now give you the honors.
2: Let's whip it! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Cougars in the association.
1: Ultron took over for a second there. Former two-sports star and All-American Jen Hampson had her debut with the L.A. Sparks. She tallied four points and three rebounds in four minutes. I would say that's productive in the minutes. She needs more minutes. She's going to dunk at some point. Yeah, in the season opener against the Seattle Storm. Baseball. The Major League Baseball draft hits tonight. See what I did there with the plan? Yep, yep. A couple of BYU Cougars on the
0: watch list, namely recent signee and Under Armour All-American Kyle Dean. He's a projected first or second round draft pick, so if he gets an early pick, he's got a tough decision to make. Is it pro ball or at least three years of ball at BYU? Pitcher Colton Mahoney also hoping for an early call. Cougars
2: in the PGA.
1: PGA rookie and BYU alum Zach Blair had quite a Saturday paired with Tiger Woods, with Eldrick Woods. He was 15 strokes better than Eldrick. Zach shot a 70 <laughs> while Tiger struggled and literally shot something that I would shoot. Eldrick in 85.
0: Men's volleyball. Former Cougar standout Taylor Sander
1: did not play over the weekend in a Team
0: USA sweep over Russia. He is nursing an ankle injury.
1: Future guests, listen to this. Phil Steele, big time, Wednesday. Or Phil Still, as is said on the show occasionally, as well as Brian Keel, sometimes known as Brian Kill. Phil, Phil Still, Brian Kill. <laughs> Phil <laughs> Steele and Brian Hashtag Keel. Hashtag Utah accent.
0: Love it. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. It goes to the man you just mentioned, Jerem. On Saturday, my phone is blowing up on Twitter, and it's all about Zach Blair. Because he was like six strokes better than Tiger through not even nine holes. He finished 15 strokes better than Tiger on Saturday at 85 for Woods, 70 for Zach.
1: I have some news. Kyle Dean just messaged me. He said... Hey, Jeremy. just wanted to let you know, I talked to my advisor to let the Major League Baseball teams know that I'm going to BYU. Yes! See you in the Woo! fall. So Kyle Dean has just told us that he is coming to BYU regardless of what happens tonight and tomorrow. That broken on BYU Sports Night.
0: Okay, now we have a new rise and shout. Can we give it to Kyle <laughs> Dean? <laughs> Kyle <laughs> Dean! Kyle Dean has just Kyle told Dean! us through the Twitter machine... And a message to Jeremy Jordan that he is coming to BYU regardless of where he gets drafted. That's fantastic.
1: That's awesome. Very excited to see Kyle Dean in a BYU uniform for you. Let's three. go now, now to understand the rules. He's going to play three years for BYU. oh
0: uh, yes, 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 yes. You have to stay for three years. Joining Colton Shaver. He's okay. going to be great.
1: We'll talk about. We hope. Yeah. He's he's kind of the he's kind of the Tanner Mangum of the baseball team. A guy that that there's great expectations for, that we think is going to be very good and take BYU to. Great places. Rise and share to Kyle.
0: Yeah, that that absolutely that's fair. Who's okay? So who's happier right now, Kyle Dean or Mike Littlewood? <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct. One got the decision out of the way. That's been, that's yeah. you know that's there and that's a big relief off the shoulders. And then Mike Littlewood, you know, hey coach, I'm, I'm going to come play at
1: BYU. Yeah, they're, I, I, I want to. I want a Kyle Dean Sports Illustrated cover. Celebratory like dinner right? at the
0: Littlewood home tonight. Coach Jerem and I have no plans tonight if you want to take us along with you. Uh, we like steak. Our Twitter question today, what are the most exciting two minutes from BYU sports in the past year? Let's go to the Twitter machine. We tweet For Mike Littlewood, it's this tweet, and I'm projecting. The moment Kyle Dean called me and told me he was going to play at BYU for the next three years. At Carson underscore Dudley says, I knew the Texas game was over after last year's game. They had no chance coming in. So his answer I'm taking is to take some leap of faith and the domination in the third quarter. That third quarter was amazing. I have it saved on my DVR at home, and oh, I watch it. What a quarter. When I'm having a rough day. What a
1: quarter. I've kind of zoned out just taking in the Kyle Dean news that he, that this guy is committed to BYU. He's not, a member. he's not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but he wants to be a part of this. Top 50 prospect. This is a big deal for BYU baseball. And I think for BYU Athletics, that a member of another faith wants to come to BYU and is an All-American, is really good. I, I, w- I would assume that some team is still going to draft him and try, and try and show him a signing bonus just to see. Maybe not. But he's going to get drafted.
0: Top 50 Major League Baseball draft prospect coming to BYU to play for Mike Littlewood can't
1: wait for the West Coast Conference
0: Championship.
1: Yeah, baby. Broken on BYU Sports Nation. Hey, thanks to Blaine Fowler, Ethan Meyer, Kyle Dane, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation.
0: Our show on demand, BYUtv.org slash BYUSN and BYUSportsNation.com. For the mustached Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to Drew Van Wagen.